0: Uh, good evening
1: and welcome to Leipzig. It's the World Championships 2017, and the fencing podcast is here. Hurrah! Eventually, yeah, yeah. So lots and lots of fencing to to report on, obviously. But uh, let's have a, a very quick chat to give us some background about our journey here and our various grumbles. So
0: we, we booked with Lufthansa, who mm-hmm. are a real airline. Yeah, but we flew with Eurowings,
1: who are clearly not a real air, airline. Yeah, not not nearly so much. No. So it took us, what, 14 hours to get here? Uh, yeah, pretty much from the, the time that I left my house, which mm-hmm. is really close to the airport, to arriving in Leipzig, four, 14 hours, which four. seems yeah pretty excessive, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so we got here. So we missed all the main foil stuff that we were hoping to catch yesterday yes. afternoon. But trotted along to the venue, uh, bright and early. Yes. Today on... What day is it today? I've losing track already. Uh, it's Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday, Friday the 21st. Yeah. Um, and the is absolutely magnificent it's huge yes it's absolutely it's a really nice venue yep but it's really hot <laughs> yeah it's very very warm I mean it's, a, it's sunny here in Leipzig pretty warm temperatures in the I would say mid to high 20s, the pretty, 20s. pretty humid and it was pretty much exactly the same inside as oh, well
0: that horrible it's horrible inside
1: yeah but actually, to be
0: fair, the venue is lovely and it's been set up quite well. So
1: Yeah. Anything else we want to grumble about just now? And, well, we
0: won't. no, it's fine. No,
1: just now. And you did get your photographer's high-vis vest. I did. Yeah, and we posted a, a lovely picture of yes. you wearing said item yeah. um, on Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to see how lovely Gav looks in a, in a high-vis vest, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's where you'll find it. For the record, Sean's frightened to wear his... Yeah, I got a I high-vis vest as well, not quite as high-vis as yours, um, no. and I didn't really need it, so I didn't bother. Yeah. Um, oh, well, never mind. Because I saw how you looked in yours, so I thought, <laughs> I don't really want any of that. There's place. loads of us wandering around with a high-vis vest, so it was great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. At least you weren't the only one. You're, you're quite exactly. right. So, yeah. So, where have we got to? Yeah, so something that I did do earlier on in the day was I tracked down uh, sort of one of the most visible men's epiasts who just finished training. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Max Max Hainzer. and yeah, you, you spoke to him, and I didn't get to speak to him. No, I was busy, so never mind. Yeah, I did. I did think of coming tracking you down, but I more or less literally bumped into him um, in one of the corridors. Said, "Oh, Max, you got two minutes for a very quick chat," yeah. and he he was lovely. He said, "Yeah, no problem at all." Uh, so did a quick interview, and um, here's what he had to say. Uh, Max. Lovely to see you, welcome to the Fencing Podcast.
2: Yeah, thanks for uh, welcoming me here. <laughs> so, here we are at the World Championships, really exciting for us. You, you fence tomorrow. How are you feeling? Yeah, at the moment, uh, really, really good. Yeah. I had a nice training now, but uh, my season was a little bit with up and down, so I, I don't know really uh, where, where I'm staying right now. The European Championships, I had a really good round. I was number two after the round, but after I lost my first match, so... This was a bit, little bit, a uh, bad feeling, but now I, I won my confidence back and I want to attack tomorrow, yeah. Did, so preparation for the World Championships, did the training camp. Yeah, I, I, I did my best. It, 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 the whole year was a little bit special after the Olympics. Uh, we worked after the Olympics a half year with our uh, coach from Italy yeah. and after that we have a changement in the coaching stuff and I did some tr- changement in the training. Mm. So it is a little bit a special year but I think I did my best and yeah, we will see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, great stuff. So apart from yourself, who, who do you think are the, the, the favourites for tomorrow? I think one of our big favorite tomorrow is of course the Frenchman Yannick Borrell. Uh, he did an unbelievable season. He, I think he was six times on the podium and won the European Championships. Yeah, but I won him in the half final in Vancouver, so he's not unbeatable. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he is the one, the most uh, who, who we can say maybe he will do a podium. <laughs> And the others, uh, we have a lot of favourites. We have had nine competitions yeah. and nine different winners. Yeah. It's always yeah. a surprise in happy who yeah. will win. Of yeah. course, Novozioff, uh, he has the experience, uh, two times world yeah. championship yeah. winner. So also, he I think he can be on the podium. The possibility. Okay, well, Max, thanks very much for
1: taking the time to speak to me today. And um, wish you the very best of luck tomorrow. And uh, hopefully see you up at the top of the podium at the end of the day.
2: Thank you very much and enjoy tomorrow's uh, competition. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for taking the time out there from your busy schedule, Max, to, to speak to us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah well, lovely he was guy. Good of him. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was really nice, and him a bit afterwards as well. Told him you were his number one fan. <laughs> uh, he, he thought that was that was quite nice. He, yeah. he didn't uh, he, he didn't laugh at you for that. And, I probably think this is a bit strange, though. <laughs> uh, I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was really nice. It was good, good to chat to him. And um, so, so his money, uh, apart from on himself, obviously, is clearly on Yannick Burrell, which, mm-hmm. as was discussed, seems pretty fair at the moment. I think it, so. I think so. Can't wait to see the, the epi
0: tomorrow. I'm all, I'm all, all geared up for all it. Oh, already. Yeah, exactly. After a whole day that we've had. Uh, what else did we get up to today? We bumped into Liam Popp.
1: Yeah, our lovely sponsors um, mm-hmm. have a have a stand at the, the champions sh- championships. Um, and one thing that they're showcasing there is their LED piece, which just looks absolutely incredible.
0: <laughs> it is a... I wasn't so sure I was keen on it until I saw it, but it's quite impressive.
1: Once you see it in the flesh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite impressive. It's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. So, um, as well as having a quick chat to them, I did a, a very quick interview with our managing director, uh, the lovely Ben Paul, and here's what he had to say. Ben, lovely to see you here. Thanks very much once again for uh, sponsoring the Fencing Podcast. We really do appreciate it. It's a huge difference to us.
3: Absolutely my pleasure, no problem. I love what you guys are doing, so uh, glad to be of help. Great, thanks so much. Um, so here we are at the World Championships. Uh, here was your Leopold stand. and um... It's fantastic. The venue is, I have to say, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I saw the the, the speed set up. You know, they've got the yeah. stop frame animation being set up, and you see how much work's gone into it. When you get in, you see it just looks unbelievable. So, yeah, fantastic to see fencing done like this.
1: Yeah. Now, one of the things that we're now looking forward to
3: are... Um, Something that you have
1: here, the LED piece.
3: Yeah, so we uh, we had a chat with some people from the FIE, like uh, Natalie Rodriguez and uh, Christian Koulsha and they are uh, always looking to try and make the sport more appealing. What they can do more exciting for the Olympics, and they gave us some ideas a, a couple of probably a year ago, year and a half ago now. And so we've been working on this uh, if it's possible to sort of make a fully interactive led piece so it's like a massive giant tv piece 17 meters long by 1.5 meters wide uh conductive glass on top so it still works with the regular scoring system so you don't get foot hits and stuff yeah Um, and we've got a mini mini version of it here that you might see on online which is five meters by 1.5 meters and showing what a simulated match of the future might look like.
1: And have you had a bit of feedback from the FIU guys about what you think of... the uh, Yeah, you know, we've, we've
3: had lots of positive comments. Uh, we had um, some interest from um, Yuki Oto from Japan and yeah. um, various different that have come along, Jason Pryor and, you know, the people that want to see the fort, the sports sort of progress and go forward. Yeah. So it's really nice to have like some nice comments from um, people in the top of the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Now, when you come to a World Championships, usually you'll come to these one this sort of thing almost
3: every year uh, it depends where it is to be yeah. honest uh location wise you know yeah. when it's in europe countries some countries are much harder for us to get a proper stand to yeah so for example we've got a lot of kit here you know maybe one or two you know two tons and we can drive it here from from, from germany relatively easily yeah if it's kind of in you know yeah china for to go. <laughs> but we, we always try and go along and watch uh and, and, and you know chat to the athletes and see what see what news is going along it's great to be able to come and see it here in, uh, in, a, in a space like this.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep you from from doing your, doing your job here, cool. uh, but thanks very much again for, for taking the time out to, to speak to us. And, of course, thanks again for, for your support for the podcast. I really do appreciate mm, it. No
3: problem. I hope you enjoy the rest of the championships. I'm sure I will. Thanks, Ben. Oh, thanks, Ben, for taking
1: time out of your day. Yeah, I mean, nice to chat to him. I think I've only very, very briefly said hello to him once before in person, all mm-hmm. my sort of other communication with with Ben has been by by email and text. So it was really nice to have a bit of a chat with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've 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 met Ben and Alex before a few times now, and I've been into the factory and had a look around and uh-huh. me and Paul in the past. And funnily enough, I bumped into Barry. and you know, I was uh, trying to Barry Paul, so I've had a whole day of Pauls. You know, <laughs> so uh, so it's been a, it's been quite a good day. Uh, yeah, so. I really do like the LED piece. I think it's an interesting idea. Yeah. And uh, if you are at the World Championships, uh, I'd stop by and have a little look because they've, they've got kind of a, uh, an animation playing on it that you can stand on while while you're being served. And it's ah, quite
1: amusing, yeah. I think. Oh, right. I need to have a shot at that tomorrow. That sounds
0: good.
1: Mm-hmm. So anyway, enough sort of um oh, just, and running. I,
0: okay. I was going to say, I'm going to take a picture of it and i will put, we'll put it on our social media streams tomorrow. Right. So,
1: yeah, yeah no, that sounds good because it's uh, it is impressive as a... It is. A bit of innovation and technology mm-hmm. that we, we like very much. So on to some actual fencing, finally. Right, let's do it. So we are there bright and early, and it all kicked off with, with Men's Sabre. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we go into the the shocks and surprises, what I'll talk about is the last 64 uh, down to the semi-finals, and then I'll do the same about uh, the uh, the Women's Foil. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a special mention, mention for the British Men's Sabrears, all who made it out of the pools and preliminary Ds the other day. So all four of them into 64 today. Three of them went out at that stage, uh, J.J. Webb, uh, Will Deary, and Curtis Miller, mm-hmm. all put all, on against against higher-seeded opponents. James Honeybone won his last 64, progressed for the last, last 32 with a good win there from him. Yeah. I think he was 33rd seed and had a good win against yeah. the Polish Fencer there. Um, uh, but the other three guys were all a bit less experienced than James, mm-hmm. Lost to the uh, much higher, much better, uh, much, much higher ranked defencers. Yeah. But absolutely none of them looked out of place. defense really well. So it's an impressive performance to get the whole, yeah. the whole team into the sixty four, yeah. and then thoroughly at home at that stage. Mm-hmm. And we really, really encouraged by seeing that in the, the flesh. Yeah. I must say, I had, a, I had a brief chat with Curtis Miller afterwards, uh, and what I was saying was that having seen them at that level, none of them looked out of place there. Good, uh, and if they're all still still training full time and and mm-hmm. giving it the big push for Tokyo, um. You know, I genuinely think that might actually be a possibility now, having seen them today.
0: Yeah, and it's good to see that there's four Brits made it into the sixty four from the pools like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really what was the last time it? that
0: happened in Sabre? So
1: certainly not for a very long time. Yeah, um, if, if ever it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, we no sort, of, sort of serious headline result. You know, nobody won a medal or made a no. top eight or something. True, but um, yeah, good performances from the British boys. Yeah, progress made. Yeah, definitely, yeah, I would say so. The big shock in the last sixty four. Uh, our first coolest fencer on the planet, Tarah uh, Homer. Oh, straight out in the last sixty-four um, silver medalist at he won oh a medal man. at the previous World Championships back in in twenty fifteen, and he lost fifteen fourteen to uh, Ditea of uh, Argentina
3: oh. in the
1: last sixty-four. So that was that was the big shock of the last sixty-four stage. Um, but but they keep on coming.
0: Well, before you move on, out of the sixty-four, there was very nearly a shock in the sixty-four when Aldo Montano was fencing a Turkish fencer. Uh Yudralim. Yeah. That's correct. And at first it looked like Montano was going to walk it, mm-hmm. but the Turkish guy really, really scrapped his way back
1: into that. Yeah, we watched that one together um, right, right, right at the start of the, start. Of the day. And uh, Montano was always ahead, but could never pull away. No, no.
0: And fair fair play to the Turkish guy. He was not going down without a fight. Yeah. And I think it's the first time they've seen a, a counter-parry counter for post. Ever
1: in Sabre. <laughs> it's probably not the first time, but that may, may be in your limited experience. Well, you can see.
0: true, true. It was a counter parry from Aldo Montano with a counter parry from the Turkish guy, yeah.
1: and everybody started stroking their chin immediately afterwards and going, Oh, i mm, not oh, see one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, on to the last 32. Um, yeah. Basically, I'm going gonna, gonna to list the shocks at each stage. Yes. Um, and there's a, another another couple at this stage. Well, number one, Kim one Korea. Mm. Bombs out in the last 32 to an Israeli fencer. Ah, yes. kostyatin uh, Voronov. Mm-hmm. Slightly Russian-sounding name. Yep. Very Russian-sounding. Yeah. Seem to be speaking quite a lot of Russian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fencing fencing for Israel. Yes. So, yeah, indeed. he, he put, came out 15-13. All right. Well, um, well. I didn't actually see the fight, but, you know, clearly that's going to be mm-hmm. a big shock. World number one. Yep. Out in the 32. I saw Voronov later on. We'll talk about that, though, when we we'll get to that round. Okay. What else? Uh, uh Eli Deschwitz of the USA uh went out in fifteen fourteen. Uh to Bully D'Aperty, who's kind of fallen down the rankings a little bit of France. Oh yes. Um but again another close one of 1514 there with uh, with a Frenchman, mm-hmm. Frenchman making making progress. Um and as I said, uh, since I've become a, a more avid table watcher, um I've, I've really enjoyed actually watching Deschwitz fence I like his style, but happening for it today. Um, and our, our outside bet and reigning world champion, yeah. uh, Alexei Acumenico, um proved that we know nothing about Sabre at all by bombing out in the last 32 as well to Ali uh, Padaman of, yes. of Iran. So, yeah, a um, bit more Iranian success there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another close one 15-14. Yep. Uh, but I think you know I think it shows if it if it gets if it gets close at the end, being the the higher seed fencer, yeah, once it comes down to hits hit or two at the finish, it seems, it's, it's anyone's guess. From a, from having watched so much Sabre today, it, it seems to be the one discipline
0: where you, if you start shipping points to your opponent, there's a good chance you're going to lose.
1: Yeah, because it can happen in a real hurry and the fight can get exactly. you. Exactly, and yeah.
0: it, it's, it's much more critical that you keep on top of it yeah. compared to all the other ones, I think. So Sabre seems to be the one where you can all of a
1: sudden turn it around and win. It's much harder on Epi to do that. Dis- but, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and the there are other surprise in the, the last thirty-two um our previously sort of favoured Iranian doesn't doesn't back up its teammate uh, Mohammed uh sorry, Mushtaba um Abedini uh, went out in fifteen fourteen to to Danilenko of Russia. Probably a marginal surprise there that one. Mm-hmm. pretty handy. Yeah. On to last sixteen and uh, Olympic champion Aaron Shalagi, guys out at that stage. Yeah, indeed. As well. Um losing a bit more comfortably actually to uh Kimmel the Bragamov of Russia 1512. Bragamov's not a bad fencer though, so maybe not quite such a a shock. Uh, no, I mean, uh, clearly no mug, but Shalagi's mm-hmm. yeah. a yeah, double element champion. Indeed. Although, to be fair, he has never been world champion. All right. But there you go. Um, what else happened at that stage? European champion and uh, Max Hartung
0: mm-hmm.
1: went out to Andres Satmari of, uh, of Hungary, who Satmari had a couple of couple of podiums earlier in the season. Yep. Uh, he, is ranked about, he is ranked somewhere in the top 16, mm-hmm. um, but probably a bit of a surprise because Hart, Hartung was in good form and uh, looked, looked good at the Europeans. Yes. And that was a 15-11. And again, uh, Voronov, our new, newest Australia, Australia, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, put out uh, Matthias Abel of uh, Germany at that stage mm-hmm. as well. So that left our last eight lined up as uh, Bregamov of Russia against Sankicoe of Korea mm-hmm. or Osangook yep and that was a pretty comfortable win for uh, Braggamov in fact all the quarterfinals were pretty straightforward no, none of them went down to the final hits Gubongil Korea uh, well actually sort of, what I was going to say about oh is I'd watched him a few times earlier on the day I and mean, thoroughly impressive up yeah, to that stage and I thought well that's a possible winner there mm-hmm. but yeah I've, I, I watched oh
0: a couple of times earlier on the day I watched Voronov uh, early, earlier on the day mm-hmm. as well and uh, they both looked pretty good if I'm not
1: honest yeah Fairly, fairly comfortable lost in the mm-hmm. quarterfinals. Um, Yeah, Gubongil uh, beat Luca Curatoli, uh, 15-11 in, mm-hmm. the, in the second of the quarterfinals. finals uh, Again, fairly comfortable. I mean, we talked before about Gubongil and how amazing the physical is. Mm-hmm. And having watched him in the flesh today for the first time, I, I don't know how he's lasted so long. Because <laughs> he's, his fencing is so physical. I can't believe he hasn't completely naturally utterly broken himself. And he seems like it, he seems like he might do that to himself almost at any moment. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. He looks like he doesn't look uncomfortable or anything. He just does, does his thing.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he frequently produces such a massive lunge that he. He kind of overreaches and 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 keels over, and yeah. you know he'll briefly sort of clutch a, a, a knee or a hamstring or yeah. an ankle or something that looks like it must have exploded in the in the shock. <laughs> yeah, and then he has a bit of a think about it. He's back on his feet and he's doing the same thing again. Yeah.
0: So what you call dedication, Sean. That's dedication. clearly
1: yeah, yeah, incredible tolerance. For Get that,
0: I can see as well. Watching Goo, he stops in a dime as well. Yeah, if he needs to change direction, he changes direction. There's no. There's, there's no sort of I don't know, there'sn't there's nothing about this. You know, it's like, it's, it's like he just has no inertia, he just changes direction.
1: It's, yeah. It's, it's really something. Yeah. Uh, next quarter final, uh for St. Anastasia of France, uh, beat Ali Pantaman, 10 fifteen ten, fairly comfortable. Um and the final last eight fight uh, was the most comfortable lot with uh Saint disposing of or enough yes. in fifteen four. It was an absolute piece yeah, It was an absolute piece so that, uh, that got us down to the semi finals and finals mm-hmm. for main sabre. So I'll turn to, uh, the women's foil. Right. Women's foil. We've, d- we've watched a lot of this today. Uh, we did. Yeah. An early shot. Uh, Nicole Ross, in great form at the start of the season, world mm-hmm. number five, went straight in the last 64, 15, 11 to, now, let me just check my handwriting, which is almost illegible. Zuma was in it, was a no, no it's Minami mean, I mean, Kano of of Japan. Fifteen yeah. thirteen, Ross couldn't couldn't get control of the fight. And no, um, she couldn't hit. She couldn't her. She literally couldn't. It was just all white lights. Yeah. Uh, so that that was a fifteen thirteen loss mm-hmm. there for for Nicole Ross. Uh, so a pity because we we enjoyed a lot of our fencing. This yeah, season. I was
0: really looking forward to seeing her fencing in the later stages. Yeah, but, uh, um, but it didn't happen. Not today. Brief, brief, brief sequence, and that was yeah. that was
1: gone. I'm afraid. Um, Eleanor Harvey of Canada, number eight seed, also went out at sixty four. To uh, fool
0: of China, yes, I must I've never heard of. Uh, neither have I. I watched a bit of it, mm. and uh, Harvey was basically throwing a toilet at the pram but She was not happy. The fight was not happy she, with the fight. Not happy. With she did not the fight. No, 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 she was in, fully engaged, but she just couldn't get in control of it at all. Right. She just didn't look. She didn't look happy. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So there was appeals to the ref. She just looked unsettled. I don't know what was
1: wrong with her, but uh, uh, yeah, I know
0: the fair same. play to the Chinese fencer. She did yeah, win. The Fair and square, there was nothing, nothing about it.
1: Yeah. Okay, and Pauline Rovier of uh, France, 14th seed, uh, also went out in the in the last 64 uh, to Hong of Korea, 15-8, a very comfortable loss there, mm. uh, which a bit disappointing with that. So onto the last 32, uh, shots here, um, Julia Valschek, uh I think it's just come out of juniors of Poland, right, uh, beat Adelina Zagadolina of Russia, um, 15-13, yes, uh, and Swer of Germany. Uh, kept the home crowd happy, beating Martina Battini 15-10, I watched that one from start to finish and she was all over Battini at the start of the fight, got a, a big, big lead mm-hmm. and did all the sort of things that you would do against uh, a very controlled smooth-moving Italian offensive, so there was lots of disruption lots yeah. of big things up, lots of variety going in hard and fast be prepared to hit with a you nasty know, yeah, an remise and, yeah. and just generally make life as uncomfortable for, for our opponent as you possibly yeah. could. We're
0: so. going to come back to Anna saw because I saw a fence later on. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And, and it was yes. easy to know when she was fencing as well. It was easy to know when any of the Germans <laughs> were, were fencing as well because that, that section of the, the stands would, would fill up and it made an awful lot of noise. Yeah, the Germans were super enthusiastic about It was great. Their fences. Yeah, it was. Made, made for a great atmosphere. Yeah. And, well... I'm almost upset at this stage as well. Ina Deregozuva, Olympic champion and reigning world champion, uh, scraped past Fanny Kreis of Hungary in the 15-14. She was a long, long way down. She looked in terrible form and just escaped by, yeah. the, by the skin of her teeth. To I,
0: I didn't teeth see this. Away. I was at the other side of the hall, so I didn't actually see that when I was watching
1: one of the other fights. So. Yeah, it was nasty. She looked terrible and yeah. you know, j- just, just about managed to get through. Mm-hmm. So that was the 32 in, in the last 16. Um, Camilla Mancini of Italy, um, absolutely smashed. Uh, Shungi Nam of Korea, 15-5. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nam's the number nine seed. Yep. Um, our outside bet, again, showing that we know nothing at all. Svetlana <laughs> uh, Tripopina got an absolute battering off, uh, Ariana Erigo, 15 So she did. Yeah. Um, yeah and Arrigo looked in, in fine form. She was absolutely very Ruth herself Just Gliding around hitting people I don't think any of our Last 64, 32 or 16 fights Went, went beyond the first period yeah, uh, yeah. She was uh, No messing around At that stage And And sir again Another another good one for him mm-hmm. For her rather Who did she beat there? Oh she beat John 11-10 Yes Of Korea And I didn't watch that one Because I actually couldn't get a seat Anywhere Anywhere near it uh, Which fight was that Sorry.
0: Anasara again against yeah. No I saw this one I watched it Oh were you p side I was p side yes I've got some your, pictures
1: of this with one With my vest You with can right vest. The action. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I was down there actually in amongst the crowd watching this one mm. uh, just to see that Anasara was 10-2 down 10-2 10 down Pulls it back to 10-all uh-huh. They put an extra minute on the clock Yeah. Uh, wins it in the extra minute It's what you want And I've got to say that That's a that's a crowd piece of that one Especially a yeah. massive home crowd going bananas It, it was exciting it wasn't the most exciting fight. It took forever uh-huh. to get to 10 all. Yeah. Uh, there was also a, a slight, uh, an injury stoppage for Gion. Right. Although there was some magic spray. So she was saying that she'd hurt her shoulder, I believe. Uh huh. And then there was some magic spray and she was back to being herself again. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> How yeah. really is magic, isn't it?
0: It's amazing, it is, isn't it? It is, am- it is am- amazing stuff. But uh, I did watch the fight and Anna did exactly what you were saying earlier on. She went back to her sort of disruptive fencing yeah. and, uh, she has a sort of an interesting rapport with her coach. The two of them sort of shout at each other across you know, across the, the hall and stuff. Oh. Anyway, the it, it was it was a very it was a very very entertaining fight to watch, even though it took ages to get to ten yeah. all, get to that minute bang,
1: Anna wins, crowd ups, goes mad. Yeah. Goes absolutely mad. It's brilliant. Good stuff. Um so that takes us down to our oh no, hang on, so there's a bit more as well. Oh yes, Elisa Volpe uh against Innisburg Backroom, fifteen thirteen. Um not necessarily surprised, but I mention it because it was a thoroughly bad-tempered match. It
0: was really bad-tempered because I saw a bit of this too. Because Anas, yeah. I watched that one, then I watched the Anasara fight. Yeah. So uh, it was incredibly bad-tempered. There's no... Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know if those, those two don't like each other or what. But I don't know was, what it was, but yeah. Yeah, it was definitely some, something going on there.
1: Yeah, but backhand had a big lead as well. But um least yeah. uh, well, Bopi kept her cool and pulled it back and eventually, yeah. eventually ran out with a, a 15-13 win. Mm. And it showed some, some pretty... Pretty calm, nervous too.
0: Yeah, she she really brought herself back to, into it. But yeah. she was—you—you you would say that the, the sort of this sort of glacial kind of well, Italians will tend to have that glacial thing. But she was very calm. She was very collected.
1: But when the moment happened, she was very, very intense about it. Yeah, yeah. That was a, a an impressively calm performance. Mm. Um, but the big shock of the last sixteen, probably our favourite going into things. Yeah, so I think your favourite. Yeah, Lee. and one of the the big three, Lee Kiefer. Yes, uh, went out to young Julia Varchek of of Poland.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get Anywhere near, near the piece for that one. Um, I watched it from the other side of the hall, right, so I didn't yeah. get a you know a prime view of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was a popular one that I just could not get anywhere
1: near it. So I was watching another fight as a result. Yeah, yeah, a great performance. I mean, disappointing from Lee Kiefer because she's been such fantastic form this season, mm-hmm. um, and she's really lit up women's foil. Uh, she's just young though. She's not. She's going to be back for another one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course but you would have thought at the end of yeah. a, a great season it would have been fantastic to mm-hmm. round it off with a, 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 certainly a better performance Indeed. than that. It was a, a disappointing way to, to go, and mm-hmm. yeah, I was sorry that we didn't see more of her yeah. later in the day. So the, uh, down, to our, down to our last eight then, Ina Degar-Glisova beat Martini of Italy, 59. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the, the quarterfinals were all, all pretty comfortable. There was no 14 alls, no, no, no nail-biters. Uh, it was all pretty pretty much... As you would expect, I suppose. Um, Ayrana Rigo, uh, sorry, clear at 15.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, is as uh, again who looked in, in good form? I saw her fencing quite a bit, some really sharp stuff from her. Finally, disposed of uh, saw uh, 15.8. Mm-hmm. Um, did a really good job of keeping the, the big noisy home crowd as yeah. quiet as she possibly could. Mm-hmm. Just gave them no, no cause no. to get excited or any sort of encouragement that. Yeah, Things might be anything other than entirely straightforward, yeah. so that, that was quite impressive. Um, and Alicia Volpe disposed of Julia Varsic, mm-hmm. bringing her, her good day to an end yeah. with, a, with a 15-9 win. Mm-hmm. So then it was a bit of a pause, and then it was opening ceremony time, which we largely didn't... Well, we were sitting in the press area, yes. which didn't give any sort of direct <laughs> view onto the, the main stadium. No, uh, But we did watch it on screen. Mm-hmm. A nice orchestra Bit opera, uh, a bit of opera. A bit of opera. There was a
0: flag ceremony with all the kids from all the different nations.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it looked very nice, mm-hmm. and we heard from various dignitaries, uh, the most notable of which was the FI President, uh, Alshar Usmanov, who was there to to get, get things going, mm-hmm. welcome everybody, give a, give a nice speech. I did almost bump into him as he was striding through the, the corridors. I got probably within about five feet. I think if I got any closer than that his kind of bodyguard detail would have probably tackled me mm-hmm. to the ground. Right. And I would, you know, I wouldn't be here doing the
0: podcast. It would have been a, have been a good podcast exclusive. I'll show else,
1: Five minutes of your time, please. Tell uh, about the FIE. Yeah. He, he was striding quite, quite purposefully. And uh, as I say, the sort of uh, security detail around about him, looks quite serious. Right, so okay. I didn't really fancy stepping in. I got kind of a quick word. Yeah. It, it didn't seem the right moment. Oh, well. So, um, so I left well alone. So on to the finals. On to the finals. So, Women's Foil got things going with their semi-final. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Lozova uh, against Arianna, There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, a fight that would have made a, a great final, you would have thought, mm-hmm. but it was well, if you're an Italian fan, it was a disaster. Uh, Derek Lozova went four and a half thing up in about 15 seconds, 20 mm-hmm. seconds. There was a... I think what might have been a crucial video review when... Riego was kind of kind of getting back into a little bit. Yeah, she got a got a fourth hit to make it seven four, mm-hmm. which Dereguasova called for the video review, and the hit was hit was reversed, which turned it into a, an eight three lead for Dereguasova. Mm-hmm. And before you knew it, that was a 12-3 lead.
0: So Riego wasn't really in the fight at all.
1: Really, no, no, she wasn't. I mean, she didn't was, look in form at all. She was it was like she wasn't enjoying herself. Or, well she was much more defensive. I mean, up to, as I say, up to that point in the day, she just powered through everyone, the mm-hmm. fights were over in no time at all. It was much, much cagier against so which you can understand, because Derigo's always got great defence, kind of and clothes as well. Yeah. Um, but it was almost like Errigo was expecting the fight to to go longer and to be to be patient.
0: Yeah, a different and, fight. Yeah, and in fact yeah, and yeah. the fight
1: just got away from her. Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean that's obviously that De- Derrigo always picked the right tactics there. There's been a there's a crypt moment. I think a
1: combination yeah. of Derek Sova getting the tactics right and Erigal getting them wrong. So a combination yeah. of the two meant what th- in theory you would expect to be two fairly evenly matched opponents mm-hmm. ended up being a, yeah. a a big, big gap. And not not far into the fight, Erigil looked like she totally got that she'd made a mess of this yeah. body language like just said this is a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it uh, and it finished up with a a 15-6. Mm-hmm. So a really one-sided semi-final. That's right. It's a, a great shame.
0: Because having... Uh, well, because we've, we've been on an illegal watch all year, because obviously mm. her, whole, her whole Sabre thing that she's been doing, and great
1: offence and everything like that. So it's a bit of a shame that didn't quite follow through. Didn't finish, yeah, didn't finish. at all well for her to the end. She'll be pretty disappointed with that as well. Especially having beaten uh, over at the, at the Europeans as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so... Just wasn't happening for in that fight. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was a shame. It was a shame because it was a fight I was really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the second semi-final, Alicia, um, Alicia Volpe against Isora Tibu, mm-hmm. Kiji. I, I think that's the best way of putting it. It was
0: very, very. The two, neither one of them were really up for making this a barnstorming performance.
1: No, I mean it was. I mean nobody got got away from the fight. No. It was you know some sort of no. trading hits of perhaps showing a bit a bit more intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say trying to trying to push things a little bit more. But five all at the first break, and then Volpe Volpe takes the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, went ten six up, fencing really nicely at that point. Yep. looks like she'd grab control of things. Um, and and the whole fight happened at a really short distance as well. Again, it's one of those ones where you, even though the hits aren't racking up at a great speed, you think about coming on guard pretty much with your point just just short of your opponent's elbow. Right. Very, very close. So it meant that the, you're not going to get any sort of long no.
0: fluent phrases. No. And not, there isn't much decision time here.
1: Yeah. So, so simple if it, if actions it's sim- only. Simple yeah. actions only. Yeah, exactly. But people dragged drag it back a, bit, a little bit to take it to, to being 10-9 down at the at the second break. Oh, and something I was going to mention in this one. The referee. I'm sure if, I, I can't remember who he was, you know, obviously introduced at the start of the, mm-hmm. start of the semifinals. They had this really irritating of habit of Kind of rushing the fences back to their own guard position. It's yeah. Like, you know, mask, mask, yes, Yeah. On guard. You know, they're kind of taking their own time. Yeah. Sweet time. Uh, and the thing is, while he would, he would nag them, none of the fences really responded to that. So they, they take, took just as long as ever to get back on yeah. their own, own guard line. Yeah. So if you're going to nag the fences for, for not hurrying up, you've kind of got to follow up, I feel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 Otherwise, it's just an irritating bit of yeah. noise in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, back to back to the fencing. Yeah, Volpe, Volpe opened up a, a, a little bit of a lead at that point. Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, f- don't, forget,
0: that... don't forget, and this this is the fight where Volpe used a back hand and got a yellow card at one point and mm-hmm. was in second period, I believe. Well, was that? I can't, I can't remember that. I've not yeah. noticed not that day. Oh, right. I definitely noticed it. Right. Uh, because shortly afterwards, she also got hit in the hand and bled everywhere.
1: I guess it was that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That may simply be you know, the point of missing the target or bouncing off. And it's true, it's hand. very true, it's yeah. very true. The fact you've been carded for yeah. using the back arms, yes, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all, all leveled up at 11, uh, but eventually uh, Volpe sort of pulled away from that point. Uh, a couple of cracking parry the post to, to back. Yep. 15 seconds left.
0: I've got to say, Izora I- I- has actually got a very good pick up and flick the back. Yeah, oh, That's it's really it lovely. Scored a
1: couple of cracking yeah. hits with that, yeah. um, which made it made it quite entertaining. But uh, Volpe finished it off with a nice, a nice conventional parry repose, mm-hmm. a nice parry cart and hold and hit. Yes, with a riposte to, mm-hmm. to run out with a 15-12 win. Mm-hmm. It was kind of patient stuff compared to the the first semi final. Yeah, uh, and all done at that sort of super close distance. Yeah. So I don't know for a fight that finishes relatively close. Uh-huh. Happening at such a close distance, I didn't feel that that excited about it.
0: No, neither did I. Which is why I'm kind of kind of flat about it. I've yeah. got nothing There was no, nothing exciting to see it apart from I really like watching Zora Thibault we'll pick up a blade and try and flick somebody That's in the nice. back. I think it's a lovely action shot. Yeah.
1: I, you know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know. So that takes takes us on to the men's saber semi-finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first one was uh, Goo against Bragamov. A relatively straightforward win in the end. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut straight to the chase. Mm-hmm. That goo was. In charge, pretty much from from the start. I mean, it was closest in the first way through, but all the way, I felt that Gu was in command of things. So he yeah. seven up at the break and pulled away in the second half. I mean, it was kind of interesting that in in the semi-finals, having had this sort of case with the Russian box death and the shortening distance, mm-hmm. uh, one of the suggestions being is that it would uh, combat the athleticism of the Koreans and encourage the more sort of technical fencing of, of the Russians. Yeah, um, but. but- that's kind of, was not, not the most technical fencer No And actually Google showed A lot a, of technical ability A lot of lovely touches Yeah So it's perhaps a, a A misplaced Perhaps it was a misplaced Desire to change things Yeah But back to four metres now And nobody's missing it I'm not missing it So I didn't hear any chat Today People oh, saying Oh we should start with three metres no. no Everybody no. seems happy that we're Absolutely everybody
0: Every, we were. Nobody no, Nobody was talking about that at all yep. Everybody was very happy uh, I've got to say as well, one of the things I like about Goo is, is he, he has an ability just to sort of pull things out of nowhere, like parrying and post and things just seem to come from nowhere. And he's got these lovely attacks that he does. So, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I thought he was An engaging character as well, which I think is something where you know we we touch on a little bit more as we describe the rest of the yeah. action. Yeah. Uh, sort of impassioned, you know, when he he thinks he's not got not got a hit, you know, yeah. he appeals to the referee you know, oh please please, you know. How, how could you do this to me? Yeah, there, there, it's, quite, it's
0: quite, it's quite, funny. And the whole crowd erupted with laughter when he was certain got a hit, punched the air, you know, did the, did the whole yes, I got the hit. Yeah. You told us not, and then collapsed on the ground. Just,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> it was really hilarious. Yeah, it was good entertainment, and uh, yeah, a comfortable win for mm-hmm. for Goo on to our second semi. Vincent of France mm-hmm. uh, against Andras Satmary of of Hungary. And Samari got went off to an absolute flyer, uh, six one up. Some absolutely tremendous
0: period reports. Oh, I, I saw. I've watched Samari a few times
1: today, and mm. I think he's, he was clearly on form. Yeah, very much so. Uh, eight four up at the break, mm-hmm. and Samari is not your typical supporter. Almost entirely undemonstrative, hardly ever shouts. Well, that's true. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. So he never looks outraged if he's not happy with the refereeing decision. He just asks. For for yeah. A video review. Mm. If you know if he gets hit, he maybe looks very mildly disappointed. Mm. If he scores to the point, I think I think only heard him once give a give some sort of a shout. Mm. But the rest of the time, it's, it's true. just because he's, he's just coach fol- is focused on the action. Yeah, his coach is quite a sort of a, got quite quite a
0: personality to him. <laughs> and when it, when it, when his coach was shouting at him, his response was always kind of a shrug and a his, nod, Yeah. And get back to fencing again.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think he's the most. Undemonstrative Sabra I've ever seen. But as, as you see, his coach kind of makes up for it. Yeah, his coach is quite quite animated. That's, that's putting it mildly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, th- I thought Samari's actual fencing itself was really exciting. Some tremendous parry reports yeah. uh, a bit of everything. Uh, again, that sort of highly technical Hungarian style. Mm-hmm. Hits with everything. Lots of movement, lots of change of direction, prepared to gamble a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't make the fight at all predictable. Um, and eventually ran out a fair, fairly comfortable winner I mean in this sort of decisive break early on as I said got, got the lead and never really surrendered there was always that kind That's of right, gap yeah. and mm-hmm. eventually finishes up with a, a 15-11 win and certainly on the other hand much more much more voluble and excitable Yeah, um, certainly in comparison but seemed mm-hmm. yeah, excitable at the best and clearly not enjoying his, his semi-final defeat
0: no no
1: yeah but that was uh, that was good. I mean, a, a virtuoso performance from from Sat Mary. Yeah, very, yeah. a
0: very calm, well-managed boat, th- well managed boat. I think. Yeah. He just got down to business, got it
1: sorted, off the piece again. Yeah, you that's know that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that was okay. Thanks very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On to the next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. To I mean, it's likable because um, I'm not a huge fan of lots of screaming and shouting. I mean, I, I mentioned the goo actually makes it quite good fun. Yes, because there's a, a bit of sort of melodrama about it, and I, I suppose a little bit the same with.
0: I'm Aldo, I should have the point.
1: Yeah, that's that way about my I'm Aldo, I should have the point. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Um, but but generally, it kind of annoys me a little bit when it's, it's too persistent. So, having, having yeah. some that really doesn't bother with any of that. I is find it quite refreshing.
0: This is one of the things that does annoy me about Sabre. So, before we move on and finish this off, it's uh, it, it's the needless shouting as well. Mm-hmm. come together, the clash of blades, one light. You still shout for the point, like, yeah, like, like the referee's going to give it to you. Just yeah. have a shout.
1: So <laughs> yeah, just shut up and get on with it. You know, I just find it a, bit, a bit a bit odd. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know. So anyway, so that takes us on the the women's foil final, mm-hmm. and this looked like it was going to be a thumping. It did. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't happening quickly. No. Uh, but Derek has overlooked pretty well in control of things. Five two five two up at the break. Things slowly edging forward in the mm-hmm. in the second period gets to 6-3, and non-combativity code nothing nobody's, yes. nobody's that interested in, mm-hmm. in pushing things along into final period, time's running a little bit short yep. Volpe having to chase a bit mm-hmm. Derek goes over, stretches her lead out to 9-3, 10-3, 11-3 and you're thinking it's all it's over, like 11-4 and you think it's, uh, it's all over, you know, and the crowd's really flat because yeah. it's been quite a slow fight and... yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Nobody in uh, a rush to score hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she was 11 eleven, f- eleven four up with uh, a minute and thirty seconds left. I yeah. Think. So tell me, Sean, what happened? Next? Surely, surely it's all over. Well, quite patiently. There's no rush about it. Nope. All of a sudden, Foppy starts to yeah to, to make a bit of a bit of a dent in that massive lead. Yeah. With not very much time left. But the time, the time was... I mean, we, I
0: was watching this and the time was still ticking away and I was still thinking, ah, this is just going to end and that'll be that.
2: Well, it
1: got to 12-7. Yeah. With a minute left. And then Foppy keeps pushing pushing yeah. pushing, pushing, finding a variety of ways to, to score the hit, but taking the initiative more because she, yeah. she had to. And gets to thirteen eleven 11 down. Yeah. But by that point, if there's only, what... How long there was eleven seconds left of that? That's right. Fight. Yeah. Surely not. Surely. Yeah, I was watching this thinking, it's yeah. still over. It's fine." Yeah, Because yeah. the fight, which for a huge chunk of it had been, what should we say, boring? Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was boring. It suddenly starting to become a bit exciting. I mean, I yeah. think surely, surely Derek Silva's not not going to mess this up from no, here. No. And then, oh, scores another two hits and levels at thirteen. 0 yeah. With eleven well, seconds left. Yeah. And Derek Zool at that point must have been thinking, uh, what's what, happen- what on earth happened there?
0: It's, it's a weird, it was a weird one because it kind of just sneaked up. So you, you weren't looking all of a sudden, oh,
1: well, <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, because I mean, as I say for a large chunk of the fight, not a, a whole lot no. was happening. I, um, no. When it was happening, it wasn't happening yeah, at you, all quickly. Yeah. So yeah, 30-0.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you just fought your way back into it. But,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: So it goes, goes to extra time. Yep. Derek Gozova has has priority. Sure. So on guard, ready, fence, couple of seconds, and well, I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah. Suddenly thinks, I'm going to throw myself into a kind of sort of running flesh attack. Yeah. And Derek Gozova goes, "Oh, thanks, thanks so much. very much." I I you with the to... post. Yeah. And I it. say it's all over. Yeah. Done. It was. It was a sort it strange was, end. Having had such a a controlled, patient, well timed. Come back from being miles down yeah. and looking totally out of things, and, and the credit had swung behind her and everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And then just shouts. I mean, maybe it was a gamble. She just thought oh. this will be a surprise. Yeah. You know, go for this early. I Get over the baby catcher. Yeah. Not not ready for it, but she very much was. Yeah. And that was it. So that was a, it was a kind of crazy way to end. Yeah. A fight, but anticlimactic, I think. Well, it was so straightforward.
0: <laughs> <I> was <laughs> yeah, thinking. exactly. You, you spent all that time get, getting back into the fight, yeah, it taking so it to the minute, hard. giving yourself the opportunity to win, and then just losing like that. It's yeah. Like, it
1: happens. It's, yeah. Not in a world final, though. Well, true. Um, true. I mean, who, who knows when she'll get... I'm oh, no, sure. She's a very good fencer, obviously. Yeah. But she doesn't win that often. And to true. Get, to get that close mm-hmm. and finish it with that, I mean, that's, that's got to hurt. Yeah. It was. So Ina Deregozova, she's won World Championships this year, Olympics last year, World Championships the year before. Yeah. she's not a fencer that we feel particularly excited about, generally speaking, compared to Kiefer, Ariana Rigo, Yeah, Nicole Ross. But yeah. Yeah. All these sorts of fencers, but but she she's a winner. Yeah. She does the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's very hard to argue with. So onto the main semi-final. hmm Good one go. Andersat Mary, yeah. So, so Gu made the the early running in this one, got a little mm-hmm. lead, four um, one up, and eight four up at the the first break. Quite a lot of the fight happening in the middle of the piece at that time, and Gu getting the getting the better of yep. it. Sort of the latter latter half of that that first period, Sat Mary tried to try to mix up a little bit but with kind of minimal success. With really, Gu, still yep. losing mm-hmm. in control of things, I would say at the end of mm-hmm. the first period. And you thought, well, we're the same, and and we're all the way. All the way to the finish with with as world champion. samari so, despite being being down, not being able to kind of steer the fight the way he wants, is not looking particularly grumpy. Maybe mild disapproval at things things yeah. <laughs> weren't going as he'd hoped, yeah. but nothing much more than that. But then he starts to drag it back in the second period. Gets up to eight seven. Draws level at eight all with a with a great parry repose. Mm-hmm. A kind of feature of his fencing. He scores some absolutely cracking parry repose, which almost passed unnoticed. You know, he would score this amazing hit. And there was no sort of big shout celebration or you know, arms no, no, in the no, just, just like, like yeah, have one of those, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, which, yeah. in offense, so we've got absolute bananas having scored, yeah. a, scored a hit like that, mm. and, and loads of shouting and fist pumping, and yeah, and none of like, that. No, 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 So, it meant these amazing hits almost passed not quite unnoticed, but yeah, without the sort of usual um, showcasing that they, exactly. they get. Uh, Gou's sort of re his control a little bit to go 10 up, uh, but another, another big parry post uh, from Satanari takes it back to 10-9. Levels at 10-10 and thinking this yeah. is looking properly nail biting. Uh, but Saint Mary had got his game together then. Yeah, um, and that was it. And he he was on a roll.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He would worked out when he could hit with the parry or post. Mm-hmm. He was prepared to work harder at taking the fight out of the middle of the piece. So yep. he was prepared to to accept a few a few simultaneous in the middle and do would be the one that would crack. Yeah, and, and take things out of the middle. and Saint Mary would then score the hit. Yep. Uh, and he ran away with a, a fairly fairly comfortable comfortable win 15-11 uh, and, yeah. and well deserved some beautiful fencing and again
0: I hadn't thought about it until he mentioned it but yeah you're right he just sort of he just sort of won and went oh, I've won yeah
1: he did finally have a bit of a shout when he won. He did, but it wasn't much. It wasn't... compared <laughs> to some of these it. people.
0: There wasn't... It, other other fencers would, would be in hysterics about this and running up and down, throwing themselves to the yes. crowd. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Surfing along. <laughs> you know, all kinds of things. Doing me dance. There'd be something happening. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he just... Had fists fist in the air. Bit of a shout. Fist in the air, yeah. Way the, the crowd. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much. Yep. Um, the rest of the Hungarian team run up to the piece. Almost all of them looking way more excited than he did. Yeah, exactly. And it was great. Uh, it was re- a really impressive... Win from somebody who looks like a thoroughly likeable And technically richly varied yeah. style as well So I was very happy with that uh, I mean we picked We picked Hungarian as probably our favourite For the for the title in Shalagi yeah. But it turns out we picked the wrong one Yeah, it was the other one The other Hungarian so. Yeah, yeah, but at least he does have a different name So he's easier to, to refer <laughs> so, Yeah, exactly So Andrew Samari, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, World main Sabre champion Thoroughly, thoroughly impressive performance And that, that kind of wraps up the action It does Um, it was an immensely long day Mm fairly exhausting what time we were there we were about quarter to eight in the morning got away from the venue about half past eight yeah at night yeah Uh, as we mentioned very very hot very humid in the hall so we're both absolutely shattered absolutely done in yeah Um, it is now just after half past ten at night oh god right got edit this into something vaguely comprehensible and mm. get it uploaded with a few notes. I don't think yeah. the notes will be very long for this one. No,
0: no. But,
1: but yeah. we will get out of there. Don't, yeah. don't feel too exhausted. Um, so back for more tomorrow. Yes. We've got men's epi, epi and, yes. and women's sabre to look forward to. Mm. So you yes. get some lovely epi action to enjoy. Yeah. I can feed my women's sabre habit.
0: Yeah. And enjoy the epi. Uh, yeah. 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 And,
1: yeah. Enjoy, and enjoy the epi, yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to it. Yep So make sure you join us When we're back for
0: Day two More of a sort of chat Yeah
1: Yeah. Day two of our visit anyway Yeah And uh, hope you've enjoyed today's Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on our social media streams Uh, You should have some lovely photos Yes Otherwise Why did you get your high visit vest? (laughs) Not exactly Uh, Oh god I've got to go and edit photos now Right yeah yeah. On Instagram And Facebook And Mm -hmm. all all over the place Uh, Thanks very much for joining us Yeah And uh, We'll see you next time Speak to you soon (laughs)